0: Hi everyone, my name is Will from CyberCure. Welcome to the CyberCure Bi-Weekly Podcast. This podcast will give you a summary of the latest news related to cyber intelligence and proactive cybersecurity in only a few minutes. The podcast is aimed at professionals who are short on time, or for anyone who would like to know a bit more about what is really happening out there in the cyber world. The focus of this podcast will be on the latest cyber events for non-technical people, anyone, can listen and understand. Not all organizations in the world think that transparency related to cyber attacks is needed. This is especially concerning when it comes from one of the most famous organizations in the world, the United Nations. The United Nations was, again, the victim of a massive, likely state-sponsored hacker attack this past summer, according to reports from the Associated Press and other sources. To make matters worse, The organization didn't disclose the details and severity of the hack until those publications obtained internal documents on the situation. The attack resulted in a compromise of core infrastructure components. The exact nature and scope of the incident could not be determined as the UN decided not to publicly disclose the breach. From public intelligence that can be found on the internet, sometime this past July, A group of hackers took advantage of a flaw in Microsoft's SharePoint software and an unknown type of malware to gain access to dozens of servers at the UN's Geneva and Vienna offices, as well as the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. The three offices employ approximately 4,000 staff between them. The hackers reportedly downloaded approximately 400 gigabytes of data, The servers they breached contained sensitive employee information, but it's not clear exactly what they were able to download. The UN doesn't know the full extent of all the damage yet. Sometime after the attack happened, it told employees to change their passwords, but didn't share full details of the situation. This isn't the first time the UN has failed to disclose a cyber attack. In 2016, Emissary Panda, a group with ties to the Chinese government, access servers of the International Civic Aviation Organization. The UN only shared information about the breach after the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation reported on it. The UN is automatically assuming that the attacks are state-sponsored and assumes that the data and details about incidents will remain hidden unlike other high-profile attacks we see that are motivated by financial needs and cause hackers to share files that were retrieved during the cyber-attacks. Phishing takes a lot of time and effort, therefore the name, but sometimes hackers are getting lucky and it is worth the effort involved. A malicious hacker gained access to the employee emails of a slot machine operator, Golden Entertainment. The hackers also got access to one email, which contained a wealth of customer personal data. In a press release posted on its website, Golden Entertainment said that it was not clear if the email containing this personal data was accessed by the hacker, but was informing customers as a precaution. The U.S. firm provides more than 10,000 gaming devices across Nevada and Montana, and owns 10 casino resorts. It would also be wise for all users who may have been breached to check to see if they have two-factor authentication implemented, as this makes credential stuffing attacks much harder for cybercriminals. As bank details have possibly been compromised too, people need to be more aware of forthcoming phishing attacks that can enable extra fraud alerts on their accounts. Credential stuffing is a type of cyber attack where stolen account credentials, typically consisting of lists of usernames and or email addresses and the corresponding passwords often from a data breach, are used to gain unauthorized access to user accounts through large-scale automated login requests directed against a web application. Unlike password cracking, credential stuffing attacks do not attempt to brute force or guess any passwords. The attacker simply automates the logins for thousands to millions of previously discovered credential pairs using standard web automation tools. Credential stuffing attacks are possible because many users reuse the same username and password combination across multiple sites, with one survey reporting that 81% of users have reused a password across two or more sites. Now, after you understand what credential stuffing attacks are, take some time and make sure each password you use is unique and not repeating. That's it for this podcast. Stay safe and see you in the next podcast don't forget to visit www.cybercure.ai for the latest podcasts on cyber intelligence.